0: I heard someone say dating is ghetto (laughs) and it is, it is. It can be a pain point, but it's not, it's definitely not for the week. It's definitely not for the week. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about ghosting. Now I previously did an episode, which is now archived back in 2019. And I talked about the dynamics of ghosting and a lot of people experienced it, but a lot of people didn't. And then COVID happened where everybody was kind of like, forced online. I you know There was a huge surge of people online dating because a lot of things were shut down. And how do you meet people if, if the restaurant or the bar or whatever, wherever you go to meet people is shut down, you go online. So now there is a plethora of people experiencing ghosting. So this episode, I'm going to talk about what ghosting is, what ghosting isn't, and how it impacts people, right? And what to do if you're ghosted. So what it is, what it isn't, how it in, how it impacts people, right? Or how it affects people and what to do. Stay tuned. Hi and thank you for joining Noir Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. So first, ghosting. Sometimes people characterize ghosting or mischaracterize ghosting. If a person's telling you they're not interested and you continue to pursue them, if they're telling you that things aren't working or they need a break and you continue to pursue them and then they decide to cease communication with you, maybe you've offended them and they've communicated it to you, that's not really ghosting. Ghosting is when you're under the impression that everything's great in your dating experience with the person. And then out of the blue, you never hear from them again. That's ghosting. Some people have kind of even moved the goalpost to say ghosting can only occur once you've actually met a person. So for instance, if you're Dating someone in a dating app, right, or I won't say dating, you've connected and you've matched. And after two or three exchanges within the app, they just kind of disappear or or unmatch from you. That's considered, you know, them just deciding no on you. It's kind of like the preliminary (laughs) round of vetting. So most people, and I agree, that's not necessarily considered ghosting either, right? And even people would take it further to say if after the first conversation, you don't hear from them again. That's, for some people, is not considered ghosting. Regardless of where you move the goalpost, ghosting for most people, especially the recipient, comes when there is a perceived level of interest. And a little bit of routine communication. Now, there are emotions that people feel as a result of being ghosted. And sometimes these emotions triggers past hurt and past trauma. Sometimes from previous relationships and even even issues from childhood. See, when a person ghosts... The ghost themselves, they they really don't think about that because in their mind, they're not really as concerned about the aftermath or how the person that they've ghosted, they don't care how they feel, right? They're more concerned about exiting the situation without really thinking about the impact that they may be having on the person that they decided to walk away from. And don't get me wrong, people that ghost, they're, they're not necessarily bad people. But in a lot of cases, they lack the maturity or the ability to effectively communicate. They they prefer to go the least confrontational right, route or the route that does not require them to be accountable. Okay. Uh, sometimes people just don't know how to tell you and they ghost. Whatever the reason is, it's crummy especially if you're on the receiving side of it, right? Because you're you're a big guy, you're a big girl, you'll, you'll get past it. But as human beings, we kind of want to rationalize. We kind of want to reconcile why and what happened. And sometimes when a person is left with those thoughts in their minds, it have them <laughs> digging up emotions, unwanted emotions. Sometimes those emotions are feelings of abandonment. rejection. Sometimes it has an effect on a person's self-esteem. It may trigger depression or they may begin to struggle with trust issues if they haven't already uh, and question question their ability to have a good judge of character or be able to detect uh, when someone's being genuine or not you know is is normal to feel hurt upset or confused those are normal feelings that a person can go through regardless of how new old or how deep the relationship or courtship was as adults we expect for people to communicate and regardless if it's something that we want to hear most people would prefer communication over ghosting if it's still going to result in the person not being in their lives. A lot of times people try to demonize the, the person that ghosted them in an attempt to make themselves feel better. But all of those are are pretty short-lived if you're pushing your anger towards someone else. And August so you also need to understand that though it's not healthy to, to fixate and be angry with the person. It's also not he- healthy to blame yourself. It's normal to try to try to wish you would have done things differently. Maybe they wouldn't have ghosted you. Or to wish that you saw things or took things a little bit seriously so that this blow wouldn't hurt or pain you or frustrate you as bad. A lot of times people reminisce over the good times and and it draws them closer to those feelings of regret and missing the person. Sometimes being ghosted makes you miss the person even more than you would have because you kind of took for granted the idea that, that you would talk to them again. You know, I could tell you what to do to avoid getting ghosted, but in all actuality, if a person's going to ghost you at some point or another, they're going to do it. There are some things to look out for, and it's really and truly not foolproof. I can tell you, you know, to invest your time and energy in people that give you the same, well... At some point, the person that ghosted you gave you time and energy. I could tell you, you know, try not to get too close or expect too much. But eventually, you have to let your guard down. No one's ghost-proof. And if you've been fortunate enough not to have been ghosted twice. (laughs) Because in this day and age, people get ghosted all the time. Understand is an unfortunate Reality when it comes to dating. Now, closing this all out, I'm going to tell you how or the best way to react towards it and react. is not necessarily just how to react to the person, because chances are, by the time you've you've checked out this episode, you've already reacted. Right. Uh, Because that's just normal. But how to act moving forward is is what I want to cover in this section. So, quite naturally, if you've been ghosted, you were caught off guard, blindsided, you didn't see it coming, whatever. And so, quite naturally, you thought you guys would still be in contact. You may have reached out once, twice. You may have used different methods You might have texted and called. You might have left a message. You might have gone through social media to see if they're still alive and maybe have reached out through messaging there. and still no response. You might have even felt the need to give them a piece of your mind on voicemail, on text, or through messaging on social media. Whatever you've done, I want to tell you, don't feel bad about it because you can't change it you you can't if you've acted crazy or gone off or if you kind of like called a couple of times and just chilled you are still in the same place as anybody else that got ghosted they're not responding your best bet moving forward is to start accepting the fact that unfortunately unfortunately you ran into a lemon. That's all it is. You bought a lemon. For those of you who are not familiar with the phrase, the term a lemon, lemon is referred, uh, referred to lemons as a car that you've purchased. And by the time you get it home, if you get it home, <laughs> it's not working properly. It was working properly when you bought it, when you did the bill of sale. But then by the time you got it home, or a couple days thereafter, it's not working at all. It was a waste of money. And it's going to take more than a jump, a battery, or a new tire to fix. You have to begin to accept, as hard as it may be, that this person was not completely upfront and honest with you. And that's not a you problem. That's a them problem. It doesn't matter how long you've dated or if you're at the point where you guys were in a relationship or on the way to a relationship. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you guys had a difference of opinion the day before. If you had no clue that things were going to end up where today, as you're listening to this podcast, that you're at the point where you're at right now, if you had no clue and maybe you've been here before, maybe they've ghosted you before. This is prob- this could very well be the same person doing the same thing. You have to let go of the responsibility. That you've played in not knowing. Yeah, you can look at signs, but quite honestly, as adults, we expect for people to communicate. And it's a normal expectation. If, if you do something off or wrong at work, you expect for someone to tell you about it. It may come up at the end of the year during a review. <laughs> it may come up at the end of the week. Or it may come up swiftly, but you expect some type of communication, some type of feedback, and some type of opportunity, if you've done something wrong, to remedy it, to explain it, to fix it. Unfortunately, in this case, this person has decided for you that there was nothing that you can do. And unfortunately for you, unfortunately for you, you're kind of stuck with their decision. I say let them eat that decision yeah it may be disappointing, yeah it may be hurtful, yeah you may be discouraged about dating that's all those feelings are normal. Your best bet is not to reach out again. Your best bet is to post on social media normally like you normally would if you post on social media if you're if you have social media and you don't normally post and all of a sudden you're posting. And they're connected with you. That's a sign that you're triggered. Don't give any indication that any of your flow has changed. Don't post sappy uh, posts. Or passive aggressive posts about people being fake. Don't do that. That's that's just a, a sign that this person has got to you. Move on. Or at least fake it until you make it, right? And some people feel the need to block. But if you're one of those people that block and then unblock and then want to get cured, don't do it. It's not worth it. But if you're seeing things on their 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 post that that's that's bothering you, that's infecting you affecting you, their Or you're you're finding yourself obsessively looking their their page and trying to see who they're hanging out with or who like that's torture in itself. I say disengage. You might want to take a break from social media altogether. You might want to unfriend them. You might want to block them. I, I I like for people to see friends, former friends. People that I've dated, formerly, if they're curious, my, 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 my world is wide open. Nothing that has changed, nothing that you've done has, has rippled me to where I'm echoing pain or hurt to the world, even if I think I'm slick about it. If you're not used to po- posting uh, racy pictures, don't all of a sudden start doing it. Be you. Sometimes it's good to step away from social media because sometimes posts, posts can start triggering emotions within you. Memes. You start, you know, looking at, you know, fashion if you're a woman. You know, or or if you're a guy, you might look at fashion too, or you might start scrolling on on, uh, Facebook with the most recent stories, Instagram, TikTok. And then you start seeing things and comments that remind you of the fun times that you were with this person or the things that you and this person was going to do or the things that couples do. Sometimes back up and disengage. Those are the best things that you can do. Those are the best things that you can do. Don't continue to reach out. Don't internalize. Don't change the way you move in any part of your life unless it's for the good, unless it's positive. Don't stalk their social media page. If you're going to block, keep it blocked. Don't. If you're one of those, I need to unblock to see what's going on, it's not even worth it. And don't change how you post and how you move on socials. It's just a sign that that you're struggling. And sometimes, believe it or not, people revel in that. They didn't care enough to communicate with you. What makes you think that they would care whether or not you're going through a hard time? Sometimes it, it boosts their ego. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Now, if you plan to post a picture anyway, then do it. Make sure you look freaking good with it, though, right? But don't change your routine up. Be you. But out of all... Th- The do's and don'ts, I'm going to tell you two things. One I've already tapped on. Do not internalize. Because that affects you in so many different ways. It affects you. But number two, try to find something new to do that will elevate you. Pick up a new language. Start an, you know, join, join, join a uh, fitness class online or in person. Learn a new recipe. Start a new book. Join a book club. If you're into sports, find, find a league within your community. Play, play, on, play on the basketball team, and that's what you want to do. Meet new people. Get out. We have to take care of ourselves when we have people and we allow people into our lives and they don't, and they take away from our peace. we have to minimize their, the effects of how they have handled us. We have to. They're not going to do it they're gone. Make the choice and make the decision that you're not going to allow yourself to be broken behind this. That this is just a learning experience. And this is an opportunity for you to break break free and to meet someone else. And when you do, make sure that you double focus, double down on the importance of communication not saying it won't happen again but at least you'll be prepared or better prepared next time and with that this is D and I'm out bye and this concludes this episode thank you for so much for your support Again, you can always check us out on all social media platforms at Dating While Black. You can check out our website and learn how to become a subscriber at www.datingwhileblackpodcast.com.